ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا ما بعد I welcome all of you and we continue reading at this present moment actually we're going to continue what we started yesterday a reading from the 30th series from the Majalis and the series of Ramadan of our noble Shaykh Al-Allama Muhammad ibn Salih Al-Uthaymin Rahimahullah the topic was pertaining to the end of Ramadan we stopped at the point in the section when the Shaykh he was uh, talking about the acts of worship that we performed in this month of Ramadan the fasting, the Salat al Layl, the night prayer, charities, and all that. These actions they should not stop when Ramadan comes to an end. In another way, these acts are legislated for us from the beauty of this deen of Islam. Yes, we fast in Ramadan, but that's not the only month we fast. It is legislated for us to fast throughout the whole year. It is legislated for us to pray the night prayer throughout the whole year and the like. We mentioned the hadith couple of them, like for example the one who fasts in Ramadan and follows it with six days of Shawwal. Right immediately after Ramadan is over, something is legislated for us. Also the hadith, fasting three days out of every month. And we don't just like once Ramadan comes to an end and say no more fasting. No, it is legislated for us to fast three days out of every month. And of course, these are separatory acts of worship. We continue. Shaykh Al-Thameen, Ta'ala, he says, Abu Huraira said, this is the last thing we mentioned, that my friend, my Khalil, the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu has strongly advised me with three things. From among the three things which the Prophet Sallallahu mentioned, was to fast three days of every month. Three days of every month. The ulama, he says, could be any three months. But however, Shaykh he says, it is preferable for it to be on the 13th, the 14th, and the 15th of the lunar calendar. Al-Ayyam al-Bayt. And the proof for this preference is the narration of Abu Dhar, radiallahu anhu. That the Prophet said, Ya Abu Dhar, Ida sumta min al-shahri thalathatan, fasum thalatha ashra, wa arba'a ashra, wa khamsa ashra. Prophet said to Abu Dhar, O Abu Dhar, if you intend to fast three days of the month, then fast the 13th, the 14th, and the 15th. This collects with Imam Muhammad, and Nasai, and Ibn Hibban, and Imam Rabbani, Rahman Ta'ala, graded sound in Irwa. Al-Ghalil. 
In Sahih Muslim, it is also narrated that the Prophet ﷺ was asked about fasting the day of Arafah. This is another fast that is, uh, we are recommended for us. Not obligatory, but it is uh, has a great reward, as he's going to mention in the hadith. The Prophet ﷺ, he replied when he was asked about the fasting of the day of Arafah, Qala, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, يُكَفِّرُ السَّنَ الْمَاضِيَ وَالْبَاقِيَةِ One day, the day of Arafah, which is the night of the Hijjah, just the day before the Eid al-Adha, the day. The Prophet Sallallahu said, first in that one day expiates the sins of the previous year and the future year. One day, collect by Imam Muslim. Likewise, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the Prophet was asked about fasting the day of Ashura. The day of Ashura, which is the 10th of Muharram. And he, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, replied, It expiates the sins of the previous year, collected by Imam Muslim. Fasting one day. But the ulama, they mention you fast the 9th and the 10th. Okay? But one day, that day of Ashura, expiates the sins. is expiation for the sins of the previous year. Also, the Prophet ﷺ was asked about fasting on Mondays. So these are the sunan of fasting. Separatory fast. That has a great benefit for us. Prophet ﷺ, he was asked about fasting on Mondays. And he, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, replied, "It is the day in which I was born, and the day the Quran was revealed to me." This hadith is collected by Imam Muslim, rahimahullah, in his Sahih. Also in Sahih Muslim, it is narrated by Abu Hurairah radiyallahu that the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam was asked, "Which is the best fasting after the fasting of Ramadan?" which is the best fasting after the fasting in the month of Ramadan. He replied, أَفْضَلُ السِّيَامِ بَعْدَ شَهْرِ رَمَدَانِ سِيَامُ شَهْرِ اللَّهِ الْمُحَرَّةِ The best fast after the fast of the month of Ramadan is fasting in the month of Allah Al-Muharram. It's called a Muslim. Muharram is the first month in the lunar calendar. So that's something that the people fast. Alhamdulillah. Shaykh Murathimi continue bringing these narrations. It is narrated in Al-Bukhari and Muslim on the authority of Aisha radiallahu anha that she said, مَا رَأَيْتُ النَّبِيَّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ اسْتَكْمَلَ شَهْرًا قَطُّ إِلَّا شَهْرَ رَمَدَانِ وَمَا رَأَيْتُهُ فِي شَهْرٍ أَكْثَرَ سِيَامًا مِنْهُ فِي شَعْبَانٍ وَفِي لَفْظٍ كَانَ يَصُومُهُ إِلَّا قَلِيلًا Aisha radiallahu anha, she said, and she is uh, our mother, she is the mother of the believers, she said, I have not seen the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam completing an entire month with fasting except the month of Ramadan. And I have not seen him fasting in any months besides Ramadan more than he fasts in the month of Sha'ban. The month will come right before Ramadan. 
In another narration it says, he, meaning the Prophet ﷺ, used to fast the month of Sha'ban with the exception of a few days. He used to fast the month of Sha'ban, almost entire month except for a few days. It's collected by Imam al-Bukhari and Muslim. It is also narrated by Aisha anha that she said, كان النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم يتحرى صوم الاثنين والخميس The Prophet ﷺ used to seek out fasting the Mondays and Thursdays. Al-Imam al-Albani graded this narration to be sahih authentic in sahih al-Tirmidhi. It is narrated by Abu Hurairah that the Prophet ﷺ said تعرض الأعمال يوم الاثنين والخميس فأحب أن يعرض عملي وأنا سائم. Deeds are presented to Allah every Monday and Thursday, so I want my deeds to be presented while I am fasting. While I am fasting. This hadith is greatly authentic by Al-Albani in Sahih al-Tirmidhi and Sahih al-Targhib. As you see, these are all narrations about the verses of separatory fast. As for us Muslims, we don't just, once Ramadan comes to an end, that's it, no more fasting. But Alhamdulillah, Allah has opened many ways and doors for us to increase in good deeds, for our sins to be forgiven. As you see, fasting three days of a month, fasting six days of Shawwal, fasting the day of Arafah, fasting the day of Ashura, fasting Mondays, fasting Mondays and Thursdays, Fasting uh, in Muharram, which is the best fast after Ramadan. Fasting most of Sha'ban, because it is a sunnah of the Prophet And fasting the 13th, 14th and 15th days of uh, every uh, lunar uh, uh, month. This is from the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that's what the Shaykh reminds us of the fast. Now he's going to talk about the Qiyam. Because in Ramadan you see us Muslims, Alhamdulillah, many Muslims, Alhamdulillah, they uh, stand up in a prayer, Taraweeh, Alhamdulillah. Uh, before Ramadan people will go right after Isha. Some they pray Tahajjud, some don't, some barely pray Witr. But in Ramadan is different. You find people in rows standing for an hour, hour and a half, for more or less praying taraweeh. Do this night prayer come to an end with Ramadan? No. The Shaykh Razimini says, Rahimahullah, though the night prayer during the month of Ramadan is coming to an end by the end of Ramadan, okay, the night prayer remains, so the taraweeh come to an end. They are performed in the month of Ramadan in congregation after Isha. That's in Ramadan. But the night prayer remains legislated throughout the nights of the year. And all praises are due to Allah. Yes, Taraweeh will come to an end at the end of Ramadan. But the night prayer, Tahajjud, Qiyam al-Layl, Salat al-Layl, continues, alhamdulillah, in every night of the year. And this is a prophetic tradition that has been established both from his statements and actions, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. It is narrated in Sahih al-Bukhari on the authority of al-Mughira, 
Ibn Shu'bah radiyallahu anhu, one of the companions, who said, إِنْ كَانَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ لَيَقُومُ أَوْ لَيُصَلِّي حَتَّى تَرِمَ قَدَمَاهِ يعني قيام الليل, صلاة الليل. فيقال له فيقول أفلا أكون عبدا شكورا. المغير بن شعب رضي الله عنه he said that the Prophet ﷺ would stand on night in prayer on night in prayer until his feet would swell up and it would be said to him like ease on yourself and, and he would reply will I not be a grateful slave Allah Akbar will I not be a grateful slave it is also narrated by Abdullah ibn Salam radiallahu anhu that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam said أيها الناس أفشوا السلام وأطعموا الطعام وصلوا الأرحام وصلوا بالليل والناس نيام تدخلوا الجنة بسلام In this hadith, the Prophet says, O people, spread the salam, feed the poor, keep the ties, and pray in the night while the people are sleeping, you will enter the paradise of your Lord with peace. This hadith is graded authentic by Imam al-Albani in Sahih al-Targhib. It is also narrated by Abu Huraira radiallahu anhu that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Afdalu salati ba'd al-farida salatu al-layn. Afdalu salati ba'd al-farida salatu al-layn. The best prayer after the obligatory prayers is the night prayer. The best prayer after the obligatory prayers is the night prayer. It's collected by Imam Muslim in his Sahih, rahimahullah. Shaykh al continue by saying, the night prayer includes all the separatory prayers that are prayed at night, along with the winter prayer. <clears throat> One should pray two units at a time. And if you fear the entering of the dawn prayer, Fajr, then you should pray one unit, making add the total of number of units, units prayed that night. And if one wills, he can pray according to the Sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ, that the Shaykh says he was previously uh, explained in the the sitting number four of those sittings, alhamdulillah. It is narrated by Abu Hurairah that the Prophet said, and pay attention to this hadith, this great hadith, يَنْزِلُ رَبُّنَا تَبَارَكَ وَتَعَالَى كُلَّ لَيْلَةٍ إِلَى السَّمَاءِ الدُّنْيَا حِينَ يَبْقَى ثُلُثُ اللَّيْلِ الْآخِرِ فَيَقُولُ مَنْ يَدْعُونِ فَأَسْتَجِيبَ لَهُ مَنْ يَسْأَلُونِ فَأَعْطِيَهُ مَنْ يَسْتَغْفِرُونِ فَأَغْفِرَ لَهُ this hadith, this great hadith that is collected by Imam al-Bukhari, Imam Muslim, rahimahumullah, the Prophet wasallam said, Our Lord, the glorified, the Most High, descends every night to the lower heaven when only one-third of the night remains and says, Who will invoke me so I can answer his invocation? 
Who will ask me so that I will give him what he asks? Who will ask my forgiveness so that I will forgive him? Allah Akbar. Of course, when you, when you read this hadith of As-Sifat, which is Nuzul and the like, then of course we have to understand them in according to the Aqidah of the Salaf al-Salih. So Allah, now we affirm that Allah descends to the lowest level in the, when the last, when, th- when third of the night remains. Because we have this hadith. The Prophet said this. But we do not get involved with how Allah descends. That's not for us. He descends. That's reality. And we affirm that because when it comes to the attributes of Allah, His names and attributes, the qaida with the salaf, is that we affirm for Allah that which He has affirmed for Himself in His book, or His Messenger has affirmed for Him, without asking how, without resembling His attributes to any of the creation, without distorting them, without changing the meanings, without denial and the like. Okay? ليس كمثله شيء وهو السميع البصير. Likewise, it's not just because Ramadan come to an end. I said no more salat, taraweeh, no more night prayer, no more sunnah. He says the voluntary prayers that follow the obligatory prayers are twelve units. أين سنة سنة راتبة. There are four before the middle prayer من الظهر. And two after the, the, the middle prayer, Dhuhr. And two after sunset prayer, meaning Maghrib. And two after the evening prayer, meaning Risha. And two before the morning prayer, meaning Fajr. That's twelve. It is narrated by Ummu Habiba, radiallahu anha, who said, I heard the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, saying, <coughs> ما من عبد مسلم يصلي لله تعالى كل يوم ثنتي عشرة ركعة عشرة طوعا غير فريدة إلا بنى الله له بيتا في الجنة وفي لفظ من صلى ثنتي عشرة ركعة في يوم وليلة بني له بهن بيت في الجنة So Ummu Habiba she said that she heard the Messenger of Allah, the Prophet saying, there is no slave who will pray 12 units voluntarily every day for the sake of Allah except that Allah will build for him a house in paradise. House in paradise. Not house in downtown. Imagine if somebody say, hey, you pray 12, get a house in downtown. Uh, this is a house in Jannah. May Allah help us and aid us. I mean, Allah. That's the difference, Ikhwan, between us and between the Salaf, the Sahaba. Their hearts were connected to the Akhirah, to the Jannah. Now you find uh, people like myself, may Allah aid us and help us, we're still attached to this dunya. We hear a hadith, ah, it's okay. But if uh, we hear something about money, ah, we're going to stay up all night. We're going to travel for I don't know how many miles 
to make the extra money. But to get this easy reward that doesn't involve much effort, doesn't involve no trouble, doesn't involve spending no money, Allah Akbar, may Allah soften our hearts. Say that two before Fajr and four before Dhuhr. No. After Dhuhr. No. Two after Maghrib or two after Isha. No Asr. Aina. Zohar is how many? Six. Um, let me repeat. Six. Two before Fajr prayer. And the ulama, they said this is between the Adhan and the Iqamah. Once the Adhan of these prayers is in, you pray two before Fajr. These are also, these are the two rak'at that the Prophet said they are better than the dunya and what's in it. Better than the entire world and what's in it. And that's two, count with me, okay, two. Four before Dhuhr, how many? Six. Two after Dhuhr? Eight. Two after Maghrib? Ten. And two after Isha? Twelve. And of course there is other narration that they says... Uh, four after Dhuhr and four before uh, Isha, uh, before Asr, and then between every Adhan and uh, Iqamah there is Salat, you can pray, okay? Like even after the Adhan of Asr you pray too, before the Iqamah, before Maghrib, between the Adhan, not just before after Maghrib, and also before the Isha, Naam you can but these are the ones that, the 12 ones that anyone who preserved them and prayed them, Allah built the house for him in Jannah. Now. Also Allah has commanded the believers in his book to remember and glorify him after the five daily prayers. So people you find, people in, in Ramadan, they remember Allah a lot. But the remembrance of Allah is not limited to Ramadan. Here is, is every day, alhamdulillah. Allah has commanded the believers, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded the believers in his book to remember and glorify him. To remember and glorify him after the five daily prayers. After the five daily prayers. The Messenger of Allah has encouraged to do the same. Excuse me. You too, come here and join us. Sunnah that you be with the Jama'ah, don't be far away. The Prophet says, Innama the Shaitan, he already mess with those who are far. And that's why you find the people who stay far, usually they be doing stuff. And, but if they are with the group, mashallah, they protected from the Shaitan, cannot play games with them because they are close to the people. And once they back, they start talking or Somebody comes in, they talk to him, they, you see them on their phones, whatever. But once they get close amongst the people, mashallah. And that's a mercy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Barakallahu feekum, jazakumullah khairan. And the uh, ulama, they always mention for a person to be with the jama'ah, not to be far. 
That's where the rahmah descend. So how would the person stay back? Inshallah, he, he will deprive himself from the good that those people who are together, huh, they get from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, <clears throat> Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَإِذَا قَدَيْتُمُ الصَّلَاةَ فَاذْكُرُوا اللَّهَ قِيَامًا وَقُعُودًا وَعَلَى جُنُوبِكُمْ فَإِذَا اطْمَأْنَنْتُمْ فَأَقِيمُوا الصَّلَاةَ إِنَّ الصَّلَاةَ كَانَتْ عَلَى الْمُؤْمِنِينَ كِتَابًا وَقُوتًا And by the, by, by the way, when we come to the masjid, Alhamdulillah, we know this is, we come for good. It's like when someone come to work. Alright? Or let's say beside the people who they are on the payroll. Let's say someone go to the market, and the only way that person is going to make money if he sells, make some sales. Huh? What would you think? The person is just going to stay way in the back in the market and away from his store? Huh? Or he's going to be right where the store is, right? Huh? And when he's in a store, he's going to be on his phone and customers come. How much is this? He don't care. People, how, how much? He's still on the phone. Is this person going to make any business? No, going to make no business. Likewise, this is a business for the akhirah. When we come to the masjid, that's what we come. We come for this purpose. If there is a class, I'm going to sit. Even, even if you know the class, even if you know that class, maybe let's say that book or that topic this person is talking about, man, you can teach it yourself. But sit. You never know. You may get some benefit. And even if you don't get nothing, that person who gave a talk didn't even present nothing that you don't know. But still, being in a, in a circle with the people, you get all the mercy of Allah upon you, the tranquility and all that. Allah Akbar. Hey now. And when you come to the masjid, there is no class, mashallah. You pray to hate the masjid, you read Quran. Alhamdulillah, it's better to read from the mushaf. This masahif here, not just to collect dust. No, get the book of Allah and read. And uh, if, if you finish whatever you want to read, mashallah, put the mushaf where it belongs. Alhamdulillah. And then remember Allah, astaghfir Allah. Alhamdulillah, subhanallah, la ilaha illallah, Allahu Akbar. Sometimes you find some of us, yes, we come in with this good intention. Excuse me. Hey, you too, come. Ah, yalla, pray and come here. Zakumullah. Hayyakumullah. We want good for you. Come sit down so you can give some benefit. Inshallah. Barakallahu feekum. What are we saying? Hey, making dhikr, alhamdulillah, and remembering Allah. And we should not let somebody come and just take me away from that. If I'm coming to the masjid early, in my mind, when I left the house, it's not on my plans that I'm going to talk to this person or this person. What was on my plan when I left my home is to come to the masjid, pray to Hayd al-Masjid, and I'm going to read some Quran, remember Allah, and wait for the adhan. Right or wrong? And once the adhan is called, mashallah, I'm going to say what the adhan mu'addin is saying and make the dua so I can get the benefits. And then I'm going to stand up and pray the sunnah that is before that salat. And then after that what? I'm going to wait, read more Quran or remember Allah or ask Allah, seek forgiveness, make dua for others until the iqamah is called. 
But yeah, subhanAllah, you find us, we're coming with these plans, and then it takes one person to change all my plans. As soon as I'm coming, I park the car, someone's going, hey, come here, man, you hear the game. Oh, the game yesterday was bad. That's it, forget about it. Now he's going to stay right there talking to the game. What happened to him oh, coming early? I'm going to pray to Hayat al-Masjid, read Quran, remember Allah, hear the Adhan, nothing. Person, half an hour in a parking lot talking about, I don't know what, some ball players. Forgetting about no Tahid al-Masjid, no Quran he, re- he read, no remembrance of Allah, nothing. The Adhan is called, he didn't listen to it, he didn't repeat with the Muaddin, no. People are praying the Sunnah, he didn't. The Iqamah is called, he's still talking, he may even miss the Salah. So subhanAllah, why one person? We, why, why that person should have an impact on me? I should have an impact on him, not him impact on me. Because I was coming to do what is good. How can a person take me from what's good to what's not even worse than that? Bad things for me. How can I allow someone to deprive me from all of this tremendous good and hasanat that I just left? Subhanallah. No, I should tell him, Akhi, you have something serious you want to talk to me? I don't want to hear no games. And both of them, me and you, let's come on. Let's go pray and read some Quran. But in the other end, oh yeah, oh yeah, that game was bad. Oh man, the game. I can't wait until the next game. Can't wait. The salah, they can wait until the next salah. Talking about you can wait until the next game. So let us... Uh, uh, call the people to what's good, not to be co- called from good to, to bad. No. Subhanallah. No. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, And when you have finished the prayer, Remember Allah standing and sitting and laying on your sides. And when you are secure from danger, then observe prayer in the prescribed form. Verily, prayer is enjoined on the believers to be performed at fixed hours. Surah Nisa, verse 103. Shaykh Muratayimid continues saying, Whenever the Prophet used to finish his prayer, he would ask Allah for forgiveness three times. So after the salam, once again, this is from the good things for us. We say, Astaghfirullah, Astaghfirullah, Astaghfirullah. Of course, if someone right after the salat leave, because he has something to do, even with that, the ulama, they says, you can say Astaghfirullah while you're leaving. It's okay. If somebody really has to leave, because people, they have different things to do. Some people, they just come and pray, but they have an appointment, they have to be in the road, whatever, their mother's waiting for them. They have to go back to work immediately for whatever reason. Then, yes, you cannot stay for a couple minutes. Say it while you're leaving. Astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah. And the Prophet used to say after that, Allahumma, anta salam. Oh Allah, you are as salam. Free from any deficiency. Wa minka salam. Security is obtained from you. Glorified you are from all that. They attribute to you, O owner of might and bounty. 
This is Torah. Now, you don't have to do this. It's not an obligation, but there is a great reward. Here is the reward coming. When you say this, and, it, and the like of it, why we, we say it? Because the Prophet said it. It's good for us. People and Sunnah Salam say, no, they go out and start talking. Yeah, that whatever you want to say, you can't wait. Unless, unless if you want to really talk to someone or that person immediately left after the salam, yes, you can go and talk to that person immediately. Then you still say this, go back to your dhikr. Likewise, the Prophet said, Man Allah fi duburi kulli salatin thalatan wa thalatin. وَحَمَدَ اللَّهَ ثَلَاثًا وَثَلَاثِينَ وَكَبَّرَ اللَّهَ ثَلَاثًا وَثَلَاثِينَ فَتِلْكَ تِسْعَةٌ وَتِسْعُونَ ثُمَّ قَالَ تَمَامَ الْمِئَةِ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ وَحْدَهُ لَا شَرِيكَ لَهُ لَهُ الْمُلْكُ وَلَهُ الْحَمْدُ وَهُوَ عَلَى كُلْ شَيْءٍ قَدِيرٌ مَا هِيَ النَّتِيجَةُ مَا هُوَ الْأَجْرُ الْعَظِيمُ غُفِرَتْ خَطَايَاهُ وَإِنْ كَانَتْ مِثْلَ زَبَدِ الْبَحْرِ الله أكبر Whoever glorified Allah means by saying Subhanallah or whoever at, at the end of every prayer once you finish the obligatory prayer everybody do this by himself. Not in congregation like Ahlul Bid'ah they do. The ignorant people they all together oh Allah, I don't know what they say. No, everybody say this by himself. The Imam say it. The people pray behind him. They say it. <clears throat> Whoever glorified Allah by saying Subhanallah 33 times, this is after every prayer. And praise Allah by saying Alhamdulillah 33 times, Subhanallah 33 times, Alhamdulillah 33 times. And venerate Allah by saying Allahu Akbar 33 times. And these are 99. 33 plus 3366 plus 3399. And he says to complete 100, that person says, La ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lah, lahu al-mulku wa lahu al-hamd, wa huwa ala kulli shayin qadir. None has the right to be worshipped but Allah alone without a partner. To him belongs the kingdom and to him belongs the praise and he is able to do all things. So the person who said this, what is his reward? What is his great reward? Hmm? Listen to this great reward. He says, the person who says this, his sins will be forgiven, even if they are like the foam of the ocean. Allahu Akbar. How long it takes us to say this? There is, subhanAllah, 33 times, alhamdulillah, 33 times, Allahu Akbar, 33 times, and then you say, la ilaha illallah, wahdahu la sharika la, la mulku wa alhamd, wa huwa alaykum shaykh qadir. Take us three hours? Three days? The whole day, right? That's it. Now, if you want to say this, you have to quit your job, right? Huh? Don't have to go to eat because it's going to take you nine hours to do this, right? How long it take? Less than five minutes. Less than five minutes, yeah. Is that too much? Five minutes is a lot for my sins to be forgiven? Yes, subhanAllah. But this is the dunya. Sometimes people, they already have a plan before the Salat. And that's, that's why you see them right after the Salat. You're close to us. Zakallah khair. Be with your brothers. 
Sometimes people see, I'm trying to, to, to bring here some, maybe, Wallahu A'lam, this may not apply on everybody, but to bring some remedies for our issues. Sometimes you find one of us, myself, have a plan. And then I'm like, let me do the salat and get out of here. Akhi, put five minutes after the salat in your plans. I know, five minutes. And what's amazing, sometimes you find one of us, he wants, he, that, that plan is to talk to a brother in the masjid. Right or wrong? Like brother Muhammad, for example. After dhuhr, I'm like, I'm going to talk to him about something, right? What I'm going to do after salat? I'm, I'm out by the shore rack. Make sure he don't leave the, the masjid before me. I really want to talk to him. But what's Muhammad is doing? Huh? He's making dhikr. So he's making dhikr. I'm waiting for him by the door. Why can't I just sit next to him and make dhikr too? If he's making dhikr, he's the one I want to talk to and he's making dhikr. Why am I going to go outside and wait for him in a parking lot? Why can't I just sit where I'm at and make dhikr and keep an eye on him? <laughs> okay? Allahu Akbar. The Shaykh Muratimini says, he gave advice now. He says, all oh, my brothers, strive earnestly in doing good deeds and stay away from sins and shortcomings in order that you will be successful with a pleasant life in this world and with a great reward in the hereafter. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in Surah Al-Nahl verse 97, مَنْ عَمِلَ the translation of what Allah says in English, Whoso, whoever acts righteously, whether be a male or a female, and is a believer, we will surely grant him or her a pure life in this life. And we will surely bestow on such their reward according to the best of their, of their work. So this is very important for us to remember, Yahwan. This is the ulama of Ahlul Sunnah al-Jama'ah from the Shaykh Al-Thaymeen, rahimahullah. They want good for the people. They remind the people, look, especially for us, we know in this blessed month of Ramadan, many of us, alhamdulillah, we've been coming to the masjid every day. We preserve in our prayers. We read more Quran than any other, any any days combined the whole year in one month. We gave charity and we remembered Allah and we, mashallah, we be mindful of our actions, of our statements. Well, guess what? Ask yourself, as I should ask myself a question, why were we doing all this? Why were we trying to be obedient in this month? Is it for Ramadan or for the Lord of Ramadan? If you were doing it for Ramadan, that's a big problem. But if we're doing it for the Lord of Ramadan in Ramadan, well, guess what? The Lord of Ramadan is the Lord of all other months. If we obey Him in this month, and especially those amongst us who've been obedient, alhamdulillah, and we're striving, and this, we know we can do it. If we, do, if we did it the whole month, yeah, we can do it another month. And especially that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when He sees from His servants, that they want to do good, Allah make it easy for them to do what is good. All we have to do is that, do we want good for ourselves? Of course the answer is going to be yes. But let us do what is uh, guaranteed. You hear all the ayats and the hadith. 
the great reward, the forgiveness. These actions that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has legislated for us, the fasting. Yes, we fasted the whole month of Ramadan, but we can still fast Mondays and Thursdays. We can still fast three days in a month. We can still fast Ashura, fast the, the, the Arafah, and the like. Yeah, we've been praying every night, Taraweeh. Yes, we tired, our knees ache, our feet. We be thinking Taraweeh. I say, nah, that's the last rakah. I'm just going to go home. But then we, Imam said, Allahu Akbar, we, Allahu Akbar, when we finish Taraweeh. Alhamdulillah, let us do it after. Continue after Ramadan. Pray to Hajjur, pray the night prayer. For those who uh, cannot get up in the, in the, before Fajr, pray before, uh, after Isha. You go home, pray three rakat, or five, or seven, or nine, or eleven. Pray what you can, and go to sleep. Read Quran. SubhanAllah, some people in Ramadan, they finish Quran ten times. Some even they finish 15 times. Some they finish 20 times. Yes. No. How, this, how, how, how does he do that? Is he half it? No. He reads. Why? Because those people who finish Quran 10 times, they were, that's what they were doing. Reading. While me and maybe another brother, I just talk about myself, we're running our mouths. We're just talking. While me, I'm talking outside to somebody for 45 minutes. That brother already finished his You see? And after every salah, they read. They read here, they read there, mindful of their time. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have mercy on us and help us and aid us. And the Shaykh he made dua, he says, O oh Allah, keep us firm upon faith, upon righteous deeds. Grant us a pleasant life and join us with the righteous. Uh, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept from all of us and you. I ask Allah to keep us firm so that we can complete whatever remaining from this blessed month of Ramadan upon obedience and upon uh, righteousness. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if we uh, still alive after Ramadan, to help us and aid us to continue to be obedient in Shawwal and in the Qadah and al Hijjah, any given month, any given place we may be, any given moment of our lives, until death come upon us while we are upon Islam, upon obedience and righteousness. Wasallallahu wa sallam ala Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. I thank you all for, alhamdulillah. Uh, uh, First of all, I thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for allowing us to finish with you these sittings. Alhamdulillah, this is going to be the last sittings as for us here in, in Masjid al-Tawheed. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from those who will benefit from what we have pre- to present. I want to thank you as well for taking from time and, and sitting and listening to this advice of this noble Shaykh Al-Allama, Muhammad Rahimahullah. We ask Allah to put this in his scales of good deeds and to raise him levels in Jannat Al-Firdaus along with his brothers from the ulama of Ahlul Sunnah Wal Jama'ah. Wa sallallahu wa sallam ala Muhammad ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam